There's a version of spirituality crafted by capitalism, decorated in shiny crystals and perpetuated by Instagram influencers. And then there's a version of spirituality that our ancestors practiced that fostered deep rememberings and activations of the heart, earth, and stars. House of Enlightenedhood is a New Earth cooperative holding a frequency that rewilds spirituality and brings it back to what it was meant to be about all along. Our innate connection with the divine. Oh, and love. Lots of love. I'm Lena Lemos, your host and founder of House of Enlightenedhood. Thank you for joining me on this podcast as we explore the expansiveness and the messiness of reclaiming the human spiritual experience. I am so grateful that you're here. Hello, you beautiful souls, and happy Friday. I am so excited to just get to sit down and have a chat with you for today's episode because I feel like it's been a while since I've updated you on all the things that are going on. And in reflecting about this podcast for the past few weeks, this space has really been my audio diary, my audio journal for the past three years. And if you've been here from the beginning, you've seen all the ways that it's transformed with the different intros and music and the format. But one thing has always been true that this has been a safe space to have deep and profound and honest conversations about spirituality. So I really just want to share my journey, my path the past few months, because it's just been fucking insane. Since August has just, it has been insane. And I just want to kind of reflect, share what's coming up next, and then also share with you five things that I have channeled and seen for 2022 that I think could really help support you and this community on their path. So that's what we're going to do today. I hope you're along for the ride. Grab your favorite drink and let's let's start at the very beginning. Why am I singing today? I don't know. I just feel weird. I <laughs> It has been such a ride. I don't know if anyone else feels that way. Like January has already felt like it's been 2 months long. But perhaps we should start around September where I felt like I was going through this unbinding. And the thing you have to know about me is I have this innate need to always do and be and create and show up. And so it became very apparent in this new stage, this new evolution of myself that I was becoming in September that I really wanted to step back in to this podcast and what it meant to use my voice. But I was still also figuring out who I was at that time. And I was kind of like a little baby deer walking and talking at the same time when really I should have just been integrating. But what I found is that I was still up until that point struggling with this idea of who is Lena Lemos? Because (laughs) 
so much of my journey has been so deeply, deeply, deeply intertwined with House of Enlightenhood and Enlightenhood and this movement and this platform that I created when I was three weeks postpartum. And it has been such a long journey to finding myself and to coming home to myself and to consistently be meeting myself over and over and over again. And this podcast and the platform and everything has grown and evolved and shifted like quantumly in tandem with myself, which has been terrifying and sometimes feeling a little shameful and, you know, guilt ridden but also has just been such a beautiful experience to to step into my voice and to step into my power. And it was around September and October where I was feeling finally grounded in this idea of House of Enlightenhood because I had been working since April to transition House of Enlightenhood into a cooperative, meaning that now our free platform and community is co-led by a cooperative of light leaders, which means that this small group of healers, we meet once a week and we collectively invest in this platform, which then gives us the ability to show up, to be thought leaders in our own wisdom and gifts, but also we support each other's businesses. We perform healing ceremonies for each other in our weekly meetings. And it has been such a beautiful little container for for my heart because these are women who see my vision, understand my vision, understand the power of community and these intimate containers. And it has been such a blessing to step into that into the end of the year. So I guess I'm really transitioning into talking about how some of the enlightened and we'll get back to my stuff. So we launched the cooperative in October. And if you are part of the community, you might have seen some new faces and voices posting in there, sharing their events. And my real intention for 2022 as we step into this space, because we kind of launched and then the holidays happened and it was a little quiet in there. But I want House of Enlightenhood to be your spiritual safe house. It is a free platform to use. It is off of social media. It has articles, videos, workshops, events, everything that you can access to grow. And then something that we are launching in the new year is these sacred spaces. So picture it as a mystery school, a niche group, uh, whatever you want to think of it as my goal for 2022 is to cultivate a beautiful collection of sacred spaces that allow you to nourish every single part of your soul. So right now there is a private sacred space for us, the light leader group, and then a story, which I will get into in just a second uh, with my sister from a past life, Farah, we are hosting a sacred space called Sisters of Sirius. And then the beautiful Mari Vega, if you know her, she's a huge part of our community. She just opened her own sacred space, which is woman school. So she's going to be teaching you all about womb-based lifestyle and reconnecting with your yoni and using that as the basis for your feminine power and manifestations and living the most magical life. So 
Sacred Spaces is going to be a huge part of stepping into 2022 with House of Enlightenedhood. And another huge part of my goal for the new year is to make this just a thriving global community that exists off of these big business social media platforms. Because I think we're all starting to feel exhausted and yelled at from all this content. And I really have been working to cultivate a space to allow you to just shed those layers to not feel like you have to have your peacock feathers up all the time and just be learn grow be held be seen and feel like you can be the true you without feeling like you have to sell something or make a real pointing at all these text words or having the most authentic you know caption with a cta this is a place to just be to be you to come home to yourself and to celebrate all that you are Right now, we have 15 countries represented with, within House of Enlightenment. And again, I'd like to say it is free and open to anyone to join. And I'd also like to add on to that, that we built the house, but now it's time to furnish it. It's We can renovate it. We can add on rooms. The possibilities are limitless. And anyone who feels called to be more a part of this movement and this mission, whatever that looks like, please let me know because the foundation is set, but the way that it continues to grow and blossom and transform, that's all about the collective that shows up within that space. So that's a little update on House of Enlightenment, which is super exciting. We are going to be starting to host one free event per month within the community. The first one will be at the end of January on January 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it is going to be on microdosing psilocybin mushrooms and everything that you need to know to start adding the wonderful wisdom and gifts that are mushrooms into your sacred practice and our beautiful light leaders, Sam and Ellen of We Are All Daughters, are going to be sharing their experiences and their knowledge and wisdom about working with mushrooms. So if that's something you feel called to, the event is free. The community is free. I can't say that enough. Please come join us. It's going to be a great time and bring all of your questions. Okay, now that I've got the House of Enlightenment stuff out of the way. Oh, one last thing to add. We have a YouTube channel. So if you have not visited or subscribed, please do. I am really trying to start to pour my heart and my soul into creating videos, into making videos, and it is something that just lights up my inner child and that I love so very much. So you can head over to YouTube and search for House of Enlightenment and you'll see my little face over there and please go subscribe. It would mean the world to me because I'm really trying to, you know, get those views up <laughs> for our YouTube channel. It's just so hard. <laughs> Why is making content so hard? I digress. So in questioning who is Lena Lemos, I just consistently and have been trying to, I think since the beginning of 2021, really try to detach myself from House of Enlightenment, not to not be a part of it, but to be two separate entities, because I felt like we were so intertwined that it was hard for me internally. And I also feel like the external view to to see the separate entities of Lena Lemos and House of Enlightenment being separate. And I also just felt like there was this 
missing piece to to who to who I was and I just felt like it was coming but I couldn't quite put words to it because I you know this I've been talking about this on the podcast forever of really struggling with what it means to be a healer and what it means to be a spiritual teacher and I think it's so easy to get caught up in the capitalistic paradigm of spirituality that gives us a very linear trajectory of you have this spiritual gift and now you have to do this with it instead of this more expansive version of if it lights you up, then it's a spiritual gift. If it brings you joy, then it's a spiritual gift. If it comes easy to you, then it's a spiritual gift. And so I kept feeling like, oh, if I'm going to be a healer and I'm leading this cooperative of healers, then I should probably, you know, do some kind of healing. (laughs) But I didn't feel called to anything and nothing felt right. And if you've been here for a while, you know that I have been running like hell from my gifts of being a channel and very claircognizant. And it really, I think, took a, a whole year or more for me to be like, wait a second, I know exactly what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do it. So why am I trying so hard to search for something that just isn't aligned with who I am and what comes naturally to me? Because I think we're so conditioned to be in search of something, to keep pushing towards something because we're not there yet. We're not good enough yet, or we don't have what we need when in fact we already not only have it, but we already know exactly what that is. We're just probably too scared to admit that that thing that we don't think we have, we already do. So for anyone out there struggling with thinking that you're trying to reach these spiritual gifts that you don't have yet, you do. You absolutely do. And for me, I think it was more of with channeling and accessing source wisdom, whatever you want to call it, It's such an intangible thing and to people who don't understand or aren't in tune with their own intuition, it is a very, very hard thing to fathom and seems very silly. It's not like you can just go to dinner with all your friends. Well, I can now because of the the community that I've cultivated, but like you can't go to dinner with muggles and say, yesterday I was sitting in meditation and Merlin the wizard came to me and he said, blah, blah, like those aren't necessarily conversations that can happen in normal muggle settings. So it can be a really scary thing to step into that version of ourselves when We don't have that support system and we don't have other people validating it and holding space for it and probably look at us like we have four eyes on our head. So I was running from that and then I did this ceremony on the 1111 portal of just removing everything that is standing in my way from being my true self. And literally the next day I had a meeting with Farah, who is the CEO of the Agency of Healers, and she lives in Toronto. And we had met before a few times over Zoom. And I was just so in love with her energy. And we had the same views on everything. And she was just so easy to talk to. But within that meeting, in separate meditations, we both had the same vision and remembering of us being sisters in Egypt in a past life. 
And it was that remembering that unlocked so, so much for me. And it just became a whirlwind, which is so funny because not really anything changed, but it was the remembering and the missing piece of her that allowed me to feel so much more confident in my role as this ancient wisdom keeper and this this channel and this this source of wisdom because she saw in her visions the same things I had seen about myself. But you know how hard it is when you see these things about yourself and then they're not validated anywhere in the external. It can be so hard. That, that level of self-trust has to be so so high that it can just be so hard to to navigate when it's just you so when she had the visions of me it just unlocked this confidence in this knowing and this self-love and to be reunited with a member of your soul family on that level of someone you just share part of your heart with it's It's just such an indescribable feeling. And if you've experienced this, then you know, but it's just like this, this depth of your soul and this depth of your heart that you didn't know that you had. So after I met my sister, I then went to Raleigh, North Carolina to visit my real life biological in this lifetime sister. And I just had such a profound healing experience in this grove of pine trees. And it was just the most magical moments that I have ever had of just listening to the swaying of the trees. And I just felt fully in my knowing and fully in my truth. And I felt home. I felt like I had finally come home to myself and I felt like I could finally stop searching. And then Far and I really started to explore our gifts and our connection. And we were able to do these meditations and have the same visions and do all these really magical, mystical things. And things started to happen so fast where we just knew that we were being called to in this lifetime begin again what we had done in our past lives in Egypt, which was serve the high priestesses, energy healing, channeling. So as I have mentioned before, Sisters of Sirius is a sacred space within House of Enlightenhood. So you can go and be a member of the group, connect with like-minded women who have a connection to a past life in Egypt and Then on the solstice, on the winter solstice, we hosted our first women's circle and it was mind-blowing. We had women who had the most profound experiences and all we did was take this group of women on a quantum journey through guided meditation back to ancient Egypt and we performed energy healing and some light work. And it was the most magical experience that forever changed my life because I finally, like I just said, felt like I was home within my own soul. Like I understood that I had been waiting 
and searching for these past three years to have this this missing piece. And it has just been the most magical, magical experience of my life. And I am so excited to continue to be able to nurture this mystical side of myself because House of Enlightenhood very much nurtures the the performer, the the speaker, the writer, the the visionary within myself, but I didn't have that thing that could nurture and make me fully step into my magical powers too. And so to have that space is just so amazing. So if this type of energy work or group of women calls to you, you can join our sacred space within House of Enlightenhood. It's called Sisters of Sirius and starting next Tuesday, January 18th, every other Tuesday, we are going to be hosting these circles. They are donation based. So it's pay what you can come receive healing. And our intention is really to just give you the tools and the activations to help you remember, to help you to step into this place where you can truly understand the expansiveness of your soul, but being held in so much love. That is really the the utmost intention is pure, pure love. I think that about sums it up of what's been going on with me and gives you a little life update. And now I'm going to be sharing the five things that I have seen for 2022 and five themes that I really think can help you going into this new year. But right after this. House of Enlightenhood is a heart-centered cooperative uniting in the frequency of love. We're building the new earth through community and supportive containers for spiritual exploration, healing, and expansion. House of Enlightenhood's sacred online gathering space is one part mystery school and one part social community, open to anyone on the inner journey and co-created by a team of light leaders. We believe in a spirituality that returns to our roots. So whether you're just awakening or ready to pioneer a new paradigm of spirituality, we've been waiting for you. Learn more at houseofenlightenedhood.com. Oh, hey, long time no talk. (laughs) So like I said before the break, I am really doing my best to step into this version of myself and all the ways that it trickles into everything that I do. And receiving wisdom and guidance is such a huge part of that. And up until recently, I I think it was po- season three of the podcast when I was doing channeled messages at the beginning of each episode. And then my life went on a different path and I wasn't honoring that part of me, but it just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger to the point where... I'm vibrating at an entirely new frequency now and can access and channel a bunch of different things. And I think it would be a disservice not to own my true power and not to share this beautiful wisdom with the community. So without further ado, the first theme for 2022 is collaboration. 
And I've been witnessing this a lot recently, but there's an unlearning that comes with collaboration because in our current paradigm of spirituality and social media, this idea of a personal brand is so important. And it's been shoved down our throats of what is your brand? And that idea of personal branding is dangerously intertwined with capitalism's toxic individualism. And so collaboration isn't something that is always necessarily on our radar when we can get put onto the conveyor belt of this current paradigm spirituality, especially if you're a spiritual entrepreneur. But what I saw for the new year was instead of having this one path that you were on, it was a bunch of different baskets that fill up our soul. And it wasn't about just us or our personal brand anymore. And it's so hard because we have so much conditioning about being an influencer or, you know, the validation of being liked or all these things that come with this capitalistic spirituality. But I have found in my own path in the past few months that being part of micro communities and collaborating with all different types of people who support me and my gifts in different ways has been so much more fulfilling than this idea of a hey, let me try to make it all by myself. And this is my vision. And instead of just breaking it up into little pieces that nurture me, I have gotten so much farther than I would have if I hadn't taken a step back and focused more on collaboration and community and finding people to do this work with. And If you still feel the need to want to do it all yourself or that you have to do it all yourself or you want all of the credit for yourself, I really ask you to take a look at that because the way that we're headed is all about community and community-based. So the more that we can co-create with others and unite our powers the stronger that outcome is going to be. And when we can remove our ego for the need of the praise or the credit or the validation from whatever we just birthed into the world, that sets you up for so much magic. Okay, which kind of goes into number two. So I heard a very clear message for 2022 that said women don't need or want to be coached. Women need to be held. I just want you to sit with that for a second. Women need to be held. And this is such a hard line to walk because I've been in this space for a while And so many of my near and dear friends and peers would consider themselves a coach. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a coach or wanting to serve and to help others. But there is very toxic, masculine, capitalistic, hustle culture elements that are intertwined with the coaching industry and the blueprints of the coaching industry 
that I think need to be unbound and reexamined. And I think it's more of a time to, to truly, truly hold and compassionately support others without telling them what they're doing wrong, without telling them what they need to do to fix it. It's time to hold space for others without judging, without leading or nudging in any direction because the truth is that only that person knows what they need and only that person can get themselves there And so for those of us who do feel called to serve and to hold space, I think we need a reframing and how exactly we do that. And my greatest advice for that would be two things. Where can you listen more? Where can you truly listen and truly give love without ever bringing it back to yourself or what you do or how you can serve? And how can you just give with so much compassion without ever expecting anything in return? It's time to hold women. Which leads me to number three. 2022 asks that you are unapologetically you in all that you are, which means your spirituality, which means your spiritual gifts. 2022 is the year to stop hiding. I can't tell you how many women I've seen on this path who I have walked this path with who get this call to step into the more mystical, the more magical, the more unexplainable, but get too scared or think that they're unworthy or that they're not spiritual enough or not powerful enough. And I'm here to tell you, you are so powerful and it's time to start believing in yourself more. It's time to start honoring the pieces of yourself that you think are too weird or too woo-woo because we are entering a time of huge change, of huge, huge change. And the only way that we can truly serve others at the end of the day is to lead by example of shining our own light. The world needs more you. The world needs your light because when you can stand fully in your light and honor your humanity, but equally your divinity and all of the things that make you a magical light being, You give other people the permission to do the same, thus creating the most powerful ripple effect within yourself, your families, your community, your world. So 2022 is the year to step fully, unapologetically into your whole magical self, which goes into number four, that's trust your gifts. Trust your experiences. Trust that these little downloads, these little nudges, these little feelings that you have, trust that they are true because at the end of the day, they are. If you take a step back and think about our quantum universe, 
this universe is just a projection of your thoughts. Therefore, if you are experiencing it because this is just a projection of you, then it's true. So how can we not continue to trust? And the more that we trust, the more we are developing and fine-tuning our spiritual gifts and our gifts that extend beyond the density of the 3D and this human experience. So if you want to step into your spiritual gifts, the only thing that you need to do is trust. Trust that everything that you are experiencing is true. And I know that's so much easier said than done because there's so much conditioning of facts and truth and fake news, like all this bullshit that we have to go through, right? And sift through to to be able to listen to ourselves and to be able to trust ourselves. But 2022 is the year to remove the noise and truly listen to ourselves so that we can cultivate the most powerful anchored practice of self-trust. Because when you can trust yourself, when you can become a sovereign being, that is when you blow the container to the possibilities of your universe wide open. Because that's when you break free from the matrix. That's when you break free from the 3D. And that's when your entire reality becomes completely self-designed. And that's when you become the programmer of your reality because you trust that you have the power you trust that you have the knowing. Which leads me to number five. And this was a message that came in yesterday from Merlin. <laughs> yes, it was a real life experience, but I didn't tell anyone at the dinner table that happened. And I was seeing how important being able to tap into a frequency of unconditional love will be for us spiritual beings in 2022. If you are not able to tap into unconditional love, you are going to have a very hard time in 2022 because existing in a place of unconditional love is to me where the new earth exists. It is how we can spiritually protect ourselves. It is how we can remove all of the fear from our lives. And it is also a magical, potent place that can unlock so many gifts and rememberings and upgrades for us. But we need to be able to find that space. So if you have not yet been able to, within your heart space, tap into that space of unconditional love, that should be your biggest piece of homework for the beginning of 2022 is finding the ways that you can unconditionally love yourself, finding the ways that you can unconditionally love others. I know a huge part of this audience is mothers. So if you're feeling stuck on tuning into that place, just picture your kids' faces your why, your heart, your spouse, your parents, your grandparents, a tree, your dog, some place of unconditional love that you can go to as a place of sanctuary within your being. Because being able to tap into this frequency, source frequency, the highest 
frequency of all, unconditional love is going to be such an important tool for 2022. And I don't say this necessarily as a warning, but it did feel a little like this is going to be the most, the most, 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 if you do nothing else this year, find your little space of unconditional love because it is going to be a life raft and it is going to be, it's really a one size fits all kind of tool and it can be used for so many things. And honestly, I'm to the point now where I can tune into unconditional love and it brings me to tears. Like I get choked up with just so much gratitude and joy and happiness. And it's such a powerful place to be in. And honestly, now a few times a day, I can just tune into that frequency, not necessarily like fully feel it, but I allow it to cleanse my system and just check in because the more that we can exist and tune into that frequency, that's when the magic and the blessings happen because you are attuned to the highest frequency of the universe, which means other events, people, happenings, abundance, things of also the highest frequency of the universe are going to start coming your way. So like I said, it is such an important tool and it was just stressed to me to relay this information about unconditional love and using that as a safe space in 2022. And again, I was I was shown how spiritual people and leaders who don't have the ability or haven't focused on being able to tune into that space are going to have a very hard time this year. So find more ways to love, to be loved, to feel loved, to exist in love, to tune into love. It always comes back to love. So there they are, the five themes that I have tuned into for 2022. And just to recap, collaborating with others, co-creating with others, holding women, compassionately holding space for them, being unapologetically you trusting your spiritual gifts and finding your safe container of unconditional love. I'd absolutely love to know if any of these five resonate with you. What are you working towards this year? Not that it's ever a destination, but the more ways that I can continue to support this community, especially with more sacred spaces and content and events without within House of Enlightenhood is just always so helpful to me. If you haven't already, join our community. It's free. I'm going to start doing lives every Sunday night there where we can just chat about the weird stuff, the fun stuff, the mystical stuff of the universe. And if anyone has any questions, I can help channel. And I just really want to start showing up and serving. I just feel so ready to serve and support in that way. The last thing I will share is my book, Dear Luna Wild, got a makeover in the new year. She has a new cover and it is now available in hardcover. And for those of you who had no idea that I have a book, Dear Luna Wild is a collection of two and a half years worth of letters to my daughter. Luna Wild, I wrote the first letter the day that my grandma died. And this was before I even 
knew that I wanted to have a child. And I just knew that I was lost. And I didn't want to bring a child into this world not knowing myself. And so it was my declaration to the universe to come home to myself. And then the letters go through pregnancy into motherhood until about after my daughter is one year old. You can get your copy with the link in the description to this episode, or you can find it in Amazon, Target, other places. <laughs> I'm not sure where else it is. I'm working on getting it into a few other stores, but I'm always so grateful for your support and all the ways that this book has awakened and been a really validating piece of my soul for other women and mothers. So yeah, check it out if you feel called. And as always, I am just so, so grateful for this community and to have this platform. And I love each and every one of you. And I am sending you so much light and holding so much space for you as we step into this new year. So I hope you have a wonderful Friday, a wonderful weekend, and we will talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to House of Enlightenedhood. As always, I am so grateful for your support. If you enjoyed the show, please share it or leave a review or subscribe. A little bit goes a long way. You can find me, your host, Lena Lemos, over on Instagram at I am Lena Lemos or Enlightenedhood. But honestly, there is so much more going on within our spiritual cooperative platform than is happening on social media these days. Until next time, you beautiful souls.